Hyperglycemia. Clinically, hyperglycemia is a blood glucose greater than 125 milligrams per deciliter while fasting and greater than 180 milligrams per deciliter two hours after eating. A patient has impaired glucose tolerance or prediabetes with a fasting plasma glucose of 100 milligrams per deciliter to 125 milligrams per deciliter. When, hypoglyce when hyperglycemia is left untreated, it can lead to many serious life-threatening complications that include damage to the eye, kidneys, nerves, heart, and peripheral vascular system. Thus, it is vital to manage hyperglycemia effectively and efficiently to prevent complications of the disease and improve patient outcomes. Etiology. Factors contributing to hyper hyperglycemia include reduced insulin secretion, decreased glucose utilization, and increased glucose production. Glucose homeostasis is a balance between hepatic glucose production and peripheral glucose uptake and utilization. Insulin is the most important regulator of glucose homeostasis. Major risk factors for hyperglycemia. Weigh more than 120% of the desired body weight. Family history of type 2 diabetes. Native Americans, Hispanics, Asian Americans, Pacific Islanders, or African Americans. Presence of hyperlipidemia or hypertension. Presence of gestational diabetes. Presence of polycystic ovarian syndrome. Epidemiology. The incidence of hyperglycemia has increased dramatically over the last two decades due to an increased obesity, decreased activity level, and an aging population. The prevalence is equal between men and women. The countries with the greatest number of patients with diabetes included China, India, United States, Brazil, and Russia. Hyperglycemia is more prominent in low to medium income households. The latest data released by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention indicate that there are nearly 30.5 million Americans with diabetes and nearly 84 million Americans with prediabetes. These numbers are set to increase significantly over the next decade. Pathophysiology. Hyperglycemia is a patient with type 1 diabetes as a result of genetic environment and immunologic factors. These lead to the destruction of the pancreatic beta cells and insulin deficiency. In a patient with type 2 diabetes, insulin resistance and abnormal insulin secretion lead to hyperglycemia. According to recent studies, metabolic disturbances like type 2 diabetes mellitus increases the risk of cognitive decline in Alzheimer's dementia. Alzheimer's dementia is a risk factor for diabetes type 2. Recent studies have indicated these diseases are connected both at a clinical and a molecular level, like peripheral insulin resistance leading to type 2 diabetes. Brain insulin resistance is linked to a neurological, a neuronal uh, dysfunction and cognitive impairment in Alzheimer's dementia. History and physical. Symptoms of severe hyperglycemia include polyuria, polydipsia, and weight loss. As the patient's blood glucose increases, neurologic symptoms can develop. The patient may experience lethargy, focal neurologic deficits, and altered mental status. The patient can progress to a comatose state. Patients with diabetic ketoacidosis may present with nausea, vomiting, and abdominal pain in addition to the above symptoms. They, are, they may also have a fruity odor to their breath and rapid shallow respirations reflecting compensatory hyperventilation for the acidosis. Ketosis is a metabolic state characterized by elevated levels of ketone bodies in the blood or urine. Physiological ketosis is a normal response to low glucose availability such as low carbohydrate diets or fasting that provides an additional energy source for the brain in the form of ketones. In physiological ketosis, the ketones in the blood are elevated above the baseline levels, but the body's acid-base homeostasis is maintained. 
the contrast, this contrast with ketoacidosis, an uncontrolled production of ketones that occurs in a pathologic state and causes a metabolic acidosis, which is a medical emergency. Diabetic ketoacidosis is a life-threatening problem that affects people with diabetes. It occurs when the body starts breaking down fat at a rate that is much too fast. The liver processes the fat into a fuel called ketones, which causes the blood to become acidic. Causes. DKA, or diabetic ketoacidosis, happens when the signal from the insulin in the body is so low that glucose blood sugar can't go into the cells to be used as a fuel source. The liver makes a huge amount of blood sugar. Fat is broken down too rapidly for the body to process. The fat is broken down by the liver into a fuel called ketones. Ketones are normally produced by the liver when the body breaks down fat after it has been a long time since your last meal. These ketones are normally used by the muscles in the heart. When ketones are produced too quickly and build up in the blood, they can be toxic by making the blood acidic. This condition is known as ketoacidosis. DKA or diabetic ketoacidosis is sometimes the first sign of type 1 diabetes in people who have not yet been diagnosed. It can also occur in someone who has already been diagnosed with type 1 diabetes. Infection, injury, or serious illness, missing doses of insulin shots, or stress of surgery can lead to diabetic ketoacidosis in patients with type 1 diabetes. People with type 2 diabetes can also develop diabetic ketoacidosis, but it's less common and less severe. It is triggered by prolonged, uncontrolled blood sugar, missing doses of medicines, or severe illnesses or infection. Symptoms. There are three main symptoms of diabetic ketoacidosis are polyuria, excessive urination, polydipsia, excessive thirst, and polyphagia, excessive hunger. These, the excessive thirst and urination are responsible for the impressive level of dehydration these patients will often present. Common symptoms of diabetic ketoacidosis can include decreased alertness, deep rapid breathing, dehydration, dry skin or mouth, flushed face, frequent urination or thirst that lasts for a day or more, fruity smelling breath, headache, muscle stiffness or aches, nausea and vomiting, stomach pain, pediatric hyperglycemia. Juvenile diabetes is an extremely tough condition for the patient and family. Juvenile diabetes usually require insulin. Pediatric hyperglycemia can present with or without ketosis and their blood glucose levels can be so high that they can't be measured accurately with a glucometer. Pediatric hyperglycemia patients are prone to seizures and dehydration. Some juvenile diabetics are undiagnosed, this horrible condition could be undiscovered cause of the medic's next call.